Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is Apparently It's Trending with Amanda. Some people call me Miami Amanda. That's my name on the streets and on the gram. I'm here with my cousin, my best friend, Julianne Noel, and we're going to talk about some of this week's trending topics. So, I'm on TikTok. I feel kind of old to be on TikTok. I think it's an amazing platform. It's so fun. And there was some balloon drama on TikTok. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm not as active on TikTok, but I do stay informed through Miami Amanda. Um, she keeps me young, even though, like I said, we are both young, but I think she keeps me even younger. Yeah, we're both young. We're the same age. We're actually a week apart, which is so fun. Um, but I love the Gen Zs. I love being on TikTok. It steals my time. But I got caught up in this balloon drama this week. This girl named that balloon girl runs a business making balloon mosaics, as she calls them. Really cute, cute for parties. A lot of people do them. I've seen them a lot of places on Instagram, whatever. People are into it. And she created this balloon mosaic in the shape of a letter H, kind of the size of a normal human adult, charges $300. And everyone on TikTok was up in arms that she would charge so much for a balloon mosaic. I saw, you know, it's funny that everyone was up in arms about this because to me, it's a service. And honestly, if she has to pay for the wooden frame, to put these balloons in. Right. She has to have the time and the resource of getting the balloons, creating them into this mosaic. First of all, she calls it a mosaic. She can upcharge just for that. Like, yeah, it's art. It's art. And, um, and you know what? $300 to me, especially if delivery is provided. Is. I mean, you could even tack on a delivery fee on top of that $300. That's how <laughs> I'm seeing it. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't understand where these Gen Zers are coming from. Why are they upset about this? Yeah, you're a small business owner, so I respect you, I respect your hustle, and I respect small business owners for going after what they love. She probably loves events, she must love balloons, and she is doing a service, but if you watch the video, she kind of is challenging people like, oh, you think $300 is a lot to charge for a balloon mosaic? Like, how about you try to do it in less than 50? And so everyone was challenged by her saw her challenge and they were like okay i will and so now everybody's making these balloon mosaics for no reason there's no parties <laughs> happening it's the middle of a pandemic nobody's throwing parties with these huge balloon mosaics but people just took it upon themselves went to the dollar store went to party city got their balloons on and kind of showed up and and showed her up poor thing but you know that's how that's what happens when you challenge young kids that have nothing else to do yeah i to me my question to the gen zers is you know like what what motivated you to go that extra mile channel that energy you know that gen zer energy that they <laughs> went the extra mile to to show up for you know proving about this balloon mosaic thing let's channel that energy and let's see what we can create you know not just to right. prove someone wrong but like what we can create with that energy right i think it's because it was trending and it went so viral yeah. It would have been more interesting if they didn't create a balloon mosaic in the letter H for no reason, and they ended up just creating something fantastic on their own and were genuinely creative, creating something brand new instead of copying hers. But I'm just glad that they did something 
tactile, got their hands in the middle of some balloons and some poster boards and wood to create these balloon mosaics, you know, shout out to them and shout out to her for running her business and charging whatever she needs to do to survive. Shout out. <laughs> um, okay, so that was so funny trending on TikTok this week. Everybody knows Kanye was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yes. Joe Rogan is a huge podcaster. Some may say the greatest of all time. He hosts a lot of creative thinkers, just different people in every industry. And I think he's a great listen to, listener. I don't listen to his podcast. I feel like it's a very bro podcast. But I love Kanye. I respect him. I respect his grind. And he talked about everything. He talked about branding. He talked about his mental uh, his mental state. He talked about wanting to be the leader of the free world. Now, we're both creatives. We're a different type of creatives. But he talked a lot about creativity. And I want you to chime in on what he said about creating and how children are limited by their parents almost and given a fear-based mentality when it comes to being creative when it comes to you know just thinking outside the box and so he's such an out out of the box thinker and he was just talking about how artists need to be in the front and center and the creators of a lot of things that we do they should be in society of architecture and food and wellness and all this stuff and so as an artist like what did you think about like all the things that he said or one of the things that he said yeah for me um listening to that was kind of like invigorating at the same time because sometimes you might think in a certain manner and then like when someone vocalizes all of that energy and channeling all of the different topics as he was weaving them together i did enjoy listening to that um, i can't say i agreed with everything that he was throwing out there but i did enjoy you know how open and candid he is now specifically talking about him addressing artists and children i think he had a lot of great things to say about how we are to have the mind of a child. He talks about how artists, and I do relate to this, like their dinosaur doesn't die. You know, mm. they are allowed, part of that being a child stays with them for the rest of their life. Yes. And part of that is liberating. When you actually get to keep that side of yourself alive, it brings a level of freedom and uninhibited style of living that I think only exists in a child and someone who protects their inner child yeah do you think that's why adults are using coloring books again like i know that's yeah. back and it kind of feels weird that our creativity would be like limited to coloring books but it kind of reminds us of childhood i don't know i just thought of that yeah i actually think that's really i think that's really cool and it's a meditative approach and i think it could be the start but I think if you stay there, if you only if you only think like I'm an adult, all I can do is adult coloring books because, <laughs> you know, I'm also a nurse or I'm also this or that. Like yeah. I would say that's actually limiting your creative point. You can launch off there again, reconnect with your inner child there right. again. But what what else is inside you? I would ask. Right. That's so good. I mean, if you're asking me what else is inside me, I think. I gotta build something, I gotta dig something. I'm thinking of my childhood. I gotta yeah. jump on a trampoline. I gotta, I don't know. But that yeah. is so true. We can't be limited, our, we can't limit our creativity to one place. And I think that's what's so cool about Kanye. Like, just the way that he thinks is incredibly creative and he does really weave his ideas together. It's super hard to follow the weaving of ideas, but um, 
he brings so many great points about artists never letting that die and just and that's why he propels them like he said apparently he's given james terrell who's like this huge artist a hundred million dollars to create his next biggest work which he's going to call the eighth wonder of the world um in kanye's words it's going to be the eighth wonder of the world we'll see if it lasts a hundred years 200 years 500 years for the people of the future to agree with but that investment in art is also super important financial investment yeah, he definitely financially backs these huge initiatives, which otherwise couldn't even be attempted to do. I think it's rather bold, you know, to claim that mm-hmm. you're going to create a wonder of the world. Right. It's kind of like, you don't get to say that. Time, <laughs> time has to tell, you know, this right. is a wonder of the world. Um, but that being said, he's Kanye, so he, he yeah. kind of says whatever he wants. Yeah, what else did we expect from him? I mean, I just think he's the best. There's so much to say about the podcast, and it's three hours long. There's no way we could keep talking about it, but let's keep going. Um, we're both in the digital media world. We involve ourselves in a lot of different platforms and using stuff. And so I saw this website that through TikTok was being talked about, and it's called HowNormalIAm.eu. And it's basically an AI website that scans your face, reads your facial expressions, reads um, kind of like measures how heavy you are and what your body mass index could possibly be and judges how old you'll be, how old you look, like what age you'll, what age you'll die, kind of crazy stuff like that. And it's just like weird to be scanned and rated on a scale from one to ten we were both rated on a scale of one to throw one through ten i'm i'm okay with my rating i feel like i would have given myself a point or two extra but um that's besides the point this is a podcast you don't get to see us um anyways what was your how did you feel getting rated like that and like what did you think about that whole ai experience so initially when you showed me the website you know how i am you know me and Miami Amanda go way back. Like she expressed, we're cousins and we're one week apart. So I kind of feel like we're sisters in a way. But she kind of knows my feeling about AI and different things. So initially when I open up the website, I'm a little bit hesitant, you know, a little bit weary. I don't struggle with insecurity of appearance. But the first thing that I thought of was, what about somebody who's struggling with this already? And, you know, what if they get a rating that... that you know, is gonna hinder them in a way that it wouldn't hinder one right. of us that doesn't struggle with that. Now, for me, I thought it was, you know, it was a fun little thing, but right. there are deeper implications. And I think right. we can't, we can, excuse me, get just like lost in this, oh, this is fun, yeah. this is kind of funny, this is kind of cool, but not consider those deeper implications. Right, I would just think how toxic would it be if our five friends all did it together and then we were comparing ourselves judging each other like secretly judging each other i just think that can be so toxic so quick for us we kind of just did it in a funny way i mean i was pleasantly surprised with some things i was like oh shoot i only have 60 years to live like i kind of took it as a joke and lighthearted. but most people take these kinds of things seriously and it is based on data collected for the last i don't know 20 30 years of the internet so that's kind of crazy that there are certain things about what it's telling you that could be factual that are based in actual truths but that doesn't mean that we should entertain 
or like even promote like this kind of thing where we raid each other or where we def get get our identity and define who we are in things like this but ai is just so creepy um you were watching the what was it so uh last week the adobe max conference uh was actually released for free this is major for all creatives and designers because we had access to a conference which is usually very expensive and some of the workshops are actually private like you you have to pay extra to go into those workshops and everything was open which was wow. amazing very generous of them but they also do their yearly announcements of updates and mm -hmm. there was something major this year with ai that they announced which is basically a plugin for photoshop where it's called neural filters and in these filters it's a sliding tab where you can change the expression on someone's face. You can make them more happy. So straight up, they are dead face, like having a straight face, mm -hmm. and you slide the bar and they're smiling. Mm -hmm. And so it changes their eyes, you know, all the features that happen naturally when you smile yeah. through artificial intelligence is changing this. You can change the age and different things. So a lot of designers were just very, uh, I had a lot of people direct message me as well saying, you know, as a designer, this is concerning for me, even mm. though it makes my, it might make my job easier in certain ways. Um, it's, it's, it's the implications are crazy. Right. I'm so interested in when, um, influencers come clean about using Photoshop on their bodies and on their face. And I follow this Instagram called celeb plastic and we'll just like out people for Photoshopping their face for editing their body. And it's kind of savage, but it's kind of good to see faces unedited and faces that have not been changed through any form of uh, Photoshop or Illustrator or anything, right? So like, this just takes it to a whole nother level because I can make myself look five years younger and happier and probably skinnier too in a matter of, I don't know, a three minute? minutes, Three minutes maximum. Three minutes. Something funny that I found very interesting is right after they launched the updates kind of gave that announcement the direct follow-up was a commercial about being an integrous designer so you know they knew wow. they followed it up with a commercial about integrity so yeah. um they're kind of posing the question how are we going to be in like have integrity with these tools hmm. uh, but there was no answer right it was just a question i mean i've seen influencers try to have integrity and say like this this has been edited but it hasn't been um it's been filtered but not edited that's what i'm looking for and so they're trying to tell you like and the whole airy campaign which i don't know if you know airy it's a brand launched by american eagle that they don't photoshop any of their bodies they don't photoshop anybody's skin and it's all about being real and so i think those brands and those influencers that channel that integrity in their social media profiles it's not even sometimes it's not even for a brand it's just even about their own brand and their own instagram profile when they're honest about that stuff they receive amazing feedback and i feel like people can love and trust them better like i can trust a brand more when they have integrity about the images that they post when they are not promoting like you know, negative self-image or unattainable body image, all those things. So that's why it's like shocking that now it's just like so easy and accessible. And 
then they would be like, okay, well, have integrity, do, do better. <laughs> right, yeah. And how are we supposed to do better? We just got the tools to do worse. Yeah, there was something, you know, taking this to another, I love how you bring in the influencers and how you respect that. And I think a lot of people respect that. Mm-hmm. People that are gonna be open and honest about it, but what grows faster? That's the question. Mm-hmm. And what is culture and society as a whole click like on more often right. you know on a personal level we can say we respect those who are honest and open about this and who maybe don't use it to the extent but at the end of the day what is celebrated more in culture in the mass format and that's a question you know to, to consider yeah uh, taking this another route into governmental kind of situations oh, where a government which is locked down and trying to control their people thinking about how they can use this tool I mean wow I, I honestly don't even know how a government would use this Photoshop plugin. I mean, we're both Cuban. We're born and raised in Miami, Florida. But, I mean, if the Cuban government had a hold, which I'm sure they have Photoshop, they have internet over there, just not, people can't widely access it. It's very limited. But, you know, Fidel could turn out to not be dead. They could resurface him with just AI so easily, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows what could happen? I didn't look at the dark, deep implications of how it would happen. Like, what would happen if a government got a hold of this? Technically, we live in a free country. Um, hopefully, none of our politicians are using this AI on their face. Uh, so I don't know where to go or, like, who to trust anymore. But it is funny. To, it is interesting to think about. And I do think there's a lot of harmful effects of AI and um, manipulating faces and bodies and all of that. Yeah. Something else I wanted to touch back on with the Kanye that I wasn't able to, to add there, and I just kind of wanted to touch back on it. Uh, something that stood out for me was when he was speaking about currency. So mm-hmm. the currency of today, kind of weaving this in with AI, some of the currency of today is how, how established are you online? How this, how that are you? Mm-hmm. So that is currency. And, but how he was phrasing it is, we all think currency is, is money. Right. You know, that's the most important thing. But there right. is tons of different currencies. And one of those currencies is relationship. Right. And one of those currencies is honesty. So you yeah. value the currency of honesty even online and digitally. Right. But like I said, maybe other people don't have such a strong value for that currency right honesty is probably like one of the most important currencies in our life the people that we value the most are the people that are honest and trustworthy people I mean I wouldn't want to surround myself with someone that's intentionally dishonest and if their online presence was intentionally like on like dishonest and I knew that about them I wouldn't be able to keep them in my inner circle we are the way that we live our lives is kind of a greater currency than actual money and it changes yeah. our lives more and it affects us more than the than money sometimes yeah you know money will only get us so far and Kanye talked a lot about money not equal it doesn't equate happiness but having health in our relationships and our mindsets and in our physical bodies is such a greater currency and a more valuable important currency than just money and a paycheck and all of those kinds of things which is why I totally respect him and I loved him for bringing up those topics. And I loved all the things that you said, all the trending topics from this week. 
we have balloon drama that's just going wild. I guess Party City is selling out of balloons. There's no <laughs> balloons on Amazon. They're, they're nowhere to be found because everybody's busy making their own balloon mosaics and sparking some new creativity and a little, um, maybe a new side hustle for someone, hopefully. Um, we talked about Kanye and Joe Rogan. Maybe he will be the leader of the free world one day. We don't know, but he does have amazing things to say about creativity and about children and having that childlike joy and fearlessness and creativity and AI, which we cannot trust. And we definitely do not find AI as valuable currency or we don't find edited faces and bodies as valuable currency. We find trustworthiness and honesty as one of the most beautiful and amazing currencies in this world. Yeah. That true joy comes from knowing people honestly and knowing their heart and who they are. And apparently it's not trending <laughs> that, that that's a value today and that we need to value honesty and trustworthiness. I think it is trending little by little. We need a culture shift. Yeah, a paradigm shift, as Kanye would say. A paradigm shift. And that's all for this week. We'll be back next week with Apparently It's Trending with all the new things that are happening. We don't know what's next. We'll see what's trending. This has been Julie and Amanda, and we'll see you soon.